0: Welcome to another episode of the Spiritual Awakening Show. I go by Brent Spirit, and today I want to do my best to offer some clarification on the spiritual idea and practice of seeing everything as divine. If you've been following along with me for some time, you will have heard that I speak of the practice of offering unconditional love to everything that we may come across, either within our own systems or within the world around us. This may sound easy at first, until we consider the ugly things. Can we offer unconditional love to those things too? Why? And how? I feel that we can, and in fact, I feel that we must, in order to continue our personal transformations, as well as to play our role in the collective transformation too. Unconditional love, seeing everything as part of the divine, doesn't mean that we must feel good about the ugly things. It doesn't mean that we see something uncomfortable or violent and smile at it or hug it or feel good about it in any way. We can still maintain healthy boundaries while simultaneously seeing everything and everyone as part of the divine. Unconditional love is simply a neutral seeing and recognition that yes, Even the ugly things are part of the divine, because, of course, all is one, and the divine is all there is. So to help clear up this point, today I'll be sharing a question that I received from a listener via email, as well as my response to it. I hope it helps. Be sure to visit brentspirit.com for more free content, blogs, videos, and to find out about meeting with me one-on-one to discuss your spiritual journey and challenges. Enjoy the episode. So I'll begin today's episode by reading the question that I received from a listener named Victor. And following the email, I'll share my response. Hi Brent. The idea of seeing everything as divine is a confusing approach because I've lived my life seeing good and evil. If someone is a person that murders, rapes, abuses, or simply doesn't possess empathy because of sociopathic traits like narcissism, how can I see that as divine? If next time I hear the news and there's killing and tragedy, and my response is to love that and to somehow see beauty in it, I would feel terrible, as if I would be condoning and accepting very hurtful things in the world. For instance, if you met someone and you found out that they were a ruthless murderer, and then they attempt to be your friend, would that put you on edge and make you want to stay away for your safety? Or would you accept their invite to be their friend simply because you see them as divine? Hi, Victor. I completely understand what you're asking here. It's a difficult question, but it's a great one. And I want to do my best to clarify for you. So we can recognize everything as divine, as part of the rainbow spectrum of the divine light of consciousness. Every frequency, color, emotion, action, thought, person, it's all a part of the divine light, because the divine light is all there is. Can you recognize, even if it's just in a conceptual way, that everything is divine light? Can you entertain this idea temporarily? If so, then we can explore how to approach the ugliness in the world through this lens. Seeing murder and violence as part of the divine light does not mean that we must condone it, support it, encourage it, or feel good about it in any way. It doesn't mean that we must allow it to persist or allow it to go on without holding people responsible or accountable. All we are asked to do is to simply acknowledge that yes, in some way, this too is divine light. But that acknowledgement is simply a neutral experience. That acknowledgement isn't an overly embracing attitude towards ugly or violent things. It doesn't mean that we must reach out and make friends with murderers or smile at abusers. It's just a neutral way of saying, yes, this too is divine light because there is only divine light. We can and still must employ boundaries. We can look at someone who is abusive to us or simply someone who's just not healthy to be around and we can say in our hearts, I recognize this person is God in disguise. I recognize that they are an aspect of the divine light of consciousness, but that doesn't mean that I have to make space for them in my life. I can recognize that they're God, but that doesn't mean I have to allow them into my life where they can potentially cause me harm. You can think of boundaries like a chain link fence. You can see through the fence clearly at who is on the other side. If they're a violent person on the surface, you can still see them as God at their core through your chain-link fence. But the fence is still there between you both, keeping you safe from their harm. If I can stick with the metaphor of a fence and boundaries, the common approach that most of us would take prior to entertaining this spiritual idea of trying to see everything as divine light would be to put up a brick wall and refuse to see violent or abusive or toxic people as God at all. We try to hide from them, or run away, or avoid. We don't even want to look at or become aware of the existence of things that make us uncomfortable. And of course, what happens is that we further isolate those things, and that only furthers their toxicity. An attitude of having the courage to see that in some twisted way, even the ugliest things in our world... Are part of the divine light is a powerful way to actually transform those ugly things. If we simply label and shut things out because they aren't comfortable, we don't really create an opportunity for change or transformation. But keep in mind, when we're thinking of the world outside of ourselves, that change or transformation doesn't have to come directly from you or I. It's not our job to always rehabilitate, rescue, heal, or save anyone. There are people who are professionals who do this work. But as regular people, our job is simply to say within our own hearts, yes, this person is God, this person is divine, but in my best interest, I must still maintain healthy boundaries, which means I don't need them to be a part of my life. We can love others from a distance, with boundaries, through our chain-link fences. That love doesn't mean a full-blown hug and embrace. It doesn't mean we even have to talk to them. That kind of love is simply seeing others for who they really are at their core, which is divine, which is God. And we can see this from a distance. We don't have to get too close to where they can harm us. So I hope you found some value in today's message. If you enjoy this work and would like to support it, you can find out about making a donation at brentspirit.com. You can feel free to send me an email with any questions that you might have about your journey, and I'll do my best to send you a timely response, just like the one shared in today's podcast. And of course, if you'd like to meet with me one-on-one in a more personal way, I'd love to connect with you. You can visit brentspirit.com to find out more about all of this. Until next time, much love. Peace.